Welcome to the I Give a F1 podcast. I'm Allison. And I'm Lynette, and we're here to talk about the latest news in Formula One. Hey, Lynette. Hi, Allison. <laughs> we are coming to you guys remote this week, and so our audio will not be 100% perfect, but we are still going to do the race recap because we felt like this was an interesting one to talk about, right? <laughs> yeah, and I mean, we have to talk about it. It's here in the U.S. It's Miami, the first U.S. race, so... Of course, we have to talk about that. Absolutely. Well, I am sitting here um, with my view of the beach with my laptop up and we can go ahead and start. (laughs) The perfect spot right now. (laughs) Right. So relaxing. How nice. Um, So what do you think about qualifying? Uh, Well, it was, I felt like not too, you know, nothing too crazy. Your typical things going on. And then those last uh, outlaps on on Q3. (laughs) That's where it all just kind of went crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think that everybody started thinking like this was, you know, obviously this is Logan Sargent's home race. And so everyone was like really excited to see him perform. And poor Logan Sargent just like came in last. Um, I thought that that was really kind of like a sad, a sad omen to the weekend. <laughs> I know, poor thing. I, I thought like, you know, maybe a little bit more, a little bit higher up, but no, he was yeah. last. It just it didn't look like it was there at all for him. Yeah, for sure. And another team that really wasn't doing well, um, performing wise, especially in qualifying and even into the race, but um, McLaren. Yeah, another, another bad, uh, qualifying and race also for McLaren, which after last week, you thought, okay, maybe, um, you know, maybe now we got a little, a little something going, but it looks like they're back down to the back. And I think a big surprise, like in quality was, um, and tell me your thoughts about this, like Fernando, you know, getting second and Lance Stroll all the way down in 18th. Yeah. And then they, they asked him, you know, what happened? And he was like, well, you know, we had uh, the way they timed it. They just had like that one uh, time to go out. And he was like, well, you know, I guess he was able to make it work and I couldn't. <laughs> it was like, okay, well, there. I guess the, just being honest there, <laughs> that yeah. he just wasn't able to, to do it. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, so yeah, obviously, you know, we started out in Q1 and um, Logan, Oscar, Lance, Yuki and Lando were all bumped out. And then um, our buddy Nick DeVries made it into yeah. Q2. I was like, <laughs> giving you a little <laughs> bit of hope there. that <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> and then um, and then also I was surprised to see Valtteri um, and Joe made it into Q2 as well. Yeah. And, you know, about Q2, I was a little bit surprised, like with Mercedes, the way they kept waiting out till the last, like the last two minutes. I'm like, why do they keep, why do they keep doing this? Like they keep risking it. And like, it showed that maybe they shouldn't have because Lewis um, in Q2, like also had a, he almost went into the back of, I don't remember who it was, but he went in, almost went into the back of somebody um, and just barely made it in. And the same thing, or sorry, in Q3 and then in Q2, um, they also waited till the end and, you know, he had a little, like he didn't have a clean lap. So I don't know why they were 
just yeah, was waiting there something out wrong with his end. car? Because people were like asking about that on Twitter. Like, what's up with Lewis's car? Blah, blah, blah. Was there, did yeah. you hear anything? No, nothing. And I think huh. maybe they just felt confident with the car that maybe the team did that they just were like, okay, let's just do one, one lap mm. out there and then we can make it through. But Mm -hmm. You know, you always have to think about those little those little mess ups or just any not even from the your driver, but from other drivers, you know, somebody else could like spin out, crash into the wall and then mess up your your qualifying lap. But so, yeah, so yeah. Lewis was 13th. Mm -mm -mm. Well, yeah. So then we then we get into, you know, Q3 and it's I found it to be very redeeming that, you know, Alpine had made it, both of the cars had made it into Q3. I was surprised and happily surprised, honestly, with the, uh, with the performance of, of Pierre and Esteban. What'd you mm -hmm. think? Yeah. Yeah. They did good. Pierre was, um, fifth, which is really good. And yeah. Amazing. Ahead of, ahead of George and Mercedes and ahead of Charles. Um, so yeah. And I felt like had, what do you feel like had Charles not gotten into his accident that obviously the lineup probably would have changed a little bit? Yeah, I think he definitely would have been top three mm. with how he was going. I mean, he was really pushing, pushing for it. So he, if he would have had that clean lap, I think he definitely would have been up there. You know, Max for sure with Max would have also yeah. been um, top three. So mm. that would have you know, push down the guys a lot more. And uh, speaking of that crash, the one that really won out, I think was Kevin. <laughs> with a, I know a, I was just about to say I was place. wearing, I was wearing my Miami shirt with Hulkenberg on it. And I was like, Oh, my <laughs> I mean, not with Hulkenberg, sorry with with, um, with Magnuson. And mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, my gosh, like, if y'all saw last week's episode, I have this like silly Miami shirt with Gunter and Kevin. And I was wearing it uh, just like, because it's a Miami shirt. And um I was like, oh, it's giving him good luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it worked. See? And he, it of worked. course, it was like, I mean, the scenes, you know, kind of like last year, um, just like all happy, you know, the team jumping around everywhere. And I remember we texted yeah. each other. We're like, okay, Gunther better not be saying. Talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's, hey, he's fighting for that place in that team. So you got to give it to him. Uh, well, um, and then Sergio, per Sergio Perez, um, came out on top and I was here for the Latin podium. Like I was like, okay, let's get one, two and three. Like yeah, I'm here that... for Perez, Alonzo and signs, like, come on, let's do this. Mm, and in Miami, <laughs> you know, all the, <laughs> all the Spanish speakers over there. Oh, all yeah. The, I didn't the even Latin, think about that. Yeah. The Latin vibes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, um. I felt like, honestly, I felt like qualifying was probably more exciting than the actual race itself. Is, am yeah, I, I felt wrong like, to yeah, say that? <laughs> you know, because you had Mercedes like making everybody, you know, like what's going on? Like my dad kept texting me like, okay, this is like, they're making me nervous here. What are they doing? And, you know, like it felt yeah. like a, a good, like I felt like we were going to have a good race because of the top 10, you know, we had Max in ninth. Well, yeah. first of all, like we have Lewis in 13th, Max in ninth, Charles seventh. Like, you know, it was really mixed up compared to your typical. Which is exciting. Yeah. I mean, you so, want to see like more up and down from these drivers. <laughs> yeah. Instead of like the typical, okay, Red Bull, um, Aston One, Martin, two. Ferrari, Mercedes, <laughs> like the same lineup. So I thought we were going to yeah. have an exciting race with all of this like mixed up. 
Well, we thought that was going to happen. Um, well, so, so let's, let's talk about our, our fun thing that we always like to talk about. We always like to talk smack about, about all the celebrities that show up. Um, what do you say? We like talk about that grid walk before we, before we discuss the race results. Oh yeah. Yeah. And first of all, I mean, my, uh, celebrity list, the countdown list started, early in the week for this race, you know? Yeah, it did. <laughs> I mean, the social medias, F1 social medias was just all about the celebrities and all the activities they were doing. And the celebrities showed up early, you know, they were doing their, their hot laps and just all involved in there. And it's funny because I look at the comments and just, people just don't seem into it, you know? And I no. wonder what I mean, obviously F1, probably they don't care, but you would think they would, yeah. but it, it's like overwhelmingly against them showing that we don't want to yeah. see these celebrities. Like we want to see about Formula One. Like, you know, if yeah. you want to see celebrities, like follow entertainment, um, social medias. So, well, my count was at 37 celebrities <laughs> by the end 30, of the weekend. Oh my gosh. I had 37. I, I need to take a quick count on mine and see. <laughs> Um, I had some of the most interesting that I, I saw. Well, okay. Question though, for you, would you have preferred to see less celebrity coverage or do you like how it, do you like how Miami differentiated themselves by like making themselves like the celebrity race? Uh, not really. I mean, I'm just not into it. Like, Mm-hmm. You know, you always like celebrities have always been a part of it, a part of Formula One. But the I think the difference is that you get it like in really small doses. Right. So like, um, you know, at a random race, you would see like a celebrity here or there. Like, and you're like, oh, and Monica, yeah, you're like, oh, like, cool. Like yeah. they they like Formula One, you know, back then, especially. And yeah. but now it's like, you know why they're there. You know, they're not there because they're actually like, oh, let me I'm interested in this. Let me go check it out. And they're just thirsty. Yeah. And then it's different than you have your one, two, or maybe, you know, maybe even three, like in small doses. But now it's just like, oh, you know, we're watching like um, an award show or like some kind of Hollywood event uh, because there's just so many. Um, And and I think like the fans just um, the the fans feel like it's already hard enough for them to go to races. And, uh, you know, they have all these celebrities there enjoying things that they would want to enjoy. And so they kind of feel like, I don't know, I guess maybe a little bit of jealousy or something like that (laughs) for whatever reason, you know? Um, But yeah. And we're here, we're here for the drivers. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, You know, I, I will say, I think that, if Miami want to stay on the list of races that are going on in the U S this is how they do it. They differentiate themselves by becoming like, you know, this celebrity strewn like event where it's just, they're everywhere and that's what makes them unique, I guess. Mm -hmm. But like the Monaco um, of the, of the U S yeah, I think they're trying really hard for that. You know, it's like, Oh, we're, we're interesting. We're unique. We're in a cool city. We're, all the celebrities are at like everybody look at us kind of thing. And, and I, I think I understand the thought process behind it. Um, but it's still really annoying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, 
I, I just felt like it was, it's just a, it's overboard. Like it's overkill. It's like, I think at one point I was looking at some of the, um, the race coverage and they were showing more celebrity sightings and they were like actually talking about the race or the track or any sort of, you know, stats, whatever. It was just, it really was all about the The celebrities, the celebrities. And so, um, for me, it's a, it's a turnoff. Like I'm not really here for that, but I know a lot of people can see why it would be exciting, but I, I, it's just not for me. Um, and speaking of your point about how some people feel like, you know, oh, it's so hard for me to like, for people like us to go to races like this. And then you see a celebrity who doesn't even watch formula one and they're like invited to the Ferrari garage, you know, it's Mm. like, um, I can see how, that can be really frustrating for formula one fans. And, um, and, and also, you know, on, on the other hand, we had talked about this earlier this week, you know, we have companies like Tarte cosmetics that are inviting multiple influencers on trips like this. Um, and, and they decided to do the formula one race this year. And it's just really disheartening to see, that they aren't able to capture a more universal, like global crowd by inviting Formula One influencers. Like there are so many content creators in the Formula One, you know, universe that they could have invited that love, you know, Tarte Cosmetics or just using, you know, any fun makeup in general that, you know, nobody got invited that was, that was like even remotely interested in formula one. So I think there was a whole uproar about that. And I think it's just between that and the celebrity stuff, it's, it was a lot, it was a lot of, you know, clout chasing a lot of thirstiness. Yeah. And I think, I mean, the fans have already, you know, had those feelings about celebrities, but I feel like, okay, people kind of just go along with it because they are celebrities, right? They're actors, musicians. And Mm -hmm. so that's just something that we've all just known that, hey, celebrities get special treatment, right? And but now with now you have these influencers going in and people feel like, hey, well, they're just doing normal things like I'm doing, you know, like I'm doing this too. And why, why, you know, why aren't you picking like other people who actually care, like maybe there are smaller creators or something. Um, and so I think the whole influencer thing makes it even worse because it's like, you know, that they really just are getting invited for, you know, like you said, the clout, like the numbers, and it has nothing to do yeah. with whether you're into F1. And then the coverage, like you said, I mean, you see more about the celebrities than what's happening on the race and you know what are we what are we to expect from the teams like it's basically Mm -hmm. just celebrities celebrities that's it um and so I think it needs to find like a happy medium where okay fine there's celebrities there but we still like we're interested in the race and what's going on and what the drivers are having to say versus looking at all of this yeah so speaking of um my so getting you know kind of on track with the grid walk. Um, I thought that, uh, there were some pretty interesting faces, but I, I have to say one of the funniest ones, I don't know if you remember this or not, but last year, Martin Grundle forgot, uh, 
forgot Patrick or he had he had thought that he had seen Patrick Mahomes, but it was actually <laughs> this guy named Paolo Banchero. And he was getting he got so much crap for that because he was like, Oh look, it's Patrick Mahomes and like <laughs> it's not. And so <laughs> this year on the gridwalk, he actually ran into Paolo and was like, Hey, I know your name now, like Paolo, and like totally just like Paolo was so nice to him and he was like, I'm just honored that you like know my name now. And like, thank you so much. And like, I'm, it's an honor to be here. Like, I'm happy. I was like, okay, this is like, this is the type of content that I feel like is hilarious and funny and something that I could like, you know, smile about. <laughs> yeah. Because he actually, I mean, and it was funny. Cause I was like, once they were done talking, I was like, they totally like talked about that off camera and planned it just because, you know, he was yeah. so like, he knew he was, who on he was you know, he yeah, was he like, was talk, like <laughs> they were talking about like they, yeah, they were like just on point together and, and like, I'm yeah. so honored that you're interviewing me. And he's like, Oh, well, I know who you are. Like, it was just, you know, <laughs> it was just funny. <laughs> um, but I like that better than when he goes up to random celebrities and they're just like rude or don't even know what yeah. they're, they're saying. And yeah. Um, and then, and then of course we had the Jackie Stewart, um, the Sir Jackie Stewart um, breakthrough of security, which I thought was hilarious. I mean, what did you think about that? Yeah, he's just like, all right, let me let me throw you. I'm going. <laughs> and it's so funny because people don't like some of those people like don't know who he is. And he's like, mm -hmm. no, no, no. Like, you don't know who I am, but yeah, I know like, who I am and I'm here. Like, <laughs> like I can do what I want on this grid walk. <laughs> you guys are just. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. And, and I thought that was interesting that. um that line that they had right where they that they couldn't pass but then on the other side you see like a bunch of celebrities and I'm like how do they not let <laughs> Martin go in there but all these other celebrities get to go yeah yeah it was it was interesting um so that that actually takes us right into the uh to the intro of the drivers um we actually put a poll out on our Instagram asking you guys what you thought about the driver intro and um do you want to guess lynette if people were more in favor or more um if they thought that it wasn't good or that it was good <laughs> i would say it wasn't good <laughs> okay so we have 67 percent of you guys saying that you did not like the intro um 33 said you did and um what do you think lynette what, what would your vote be <laughs> I would say I did not like it. Um, I think it went on too, too long. Mm -hmm. First of all, <laughs> you know, like, okay, if you want to announce the drivers by name so that everybody in the stands, you know, knows who's who, but it just mm. went on too long. You know, they had the introduction, like a little description, then they had the, the, the musicians there playing music and then they would announce the next one. And, um, I mean, yeah. After a while, it's like, all right, let's get on with it. Like maybe they should have done it um, for the driver's parade. Yeah. But not right before. Oh, that would have been a good idea. They're, you know, they're getting ready to like get in the cars and start the race. Yeah. If so, they wanted to do that. <laughs> so speaking of that, I actually pulled up some quotes from the drivers and their thoughts. Um, so I would have to vote against it as well. I'm on, I'm on your side with this Lynette. I feel like it was just a complete spectacle and it was, that was silly. Like it's, it's not a football game. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, and so I pulled up some of the quotes 
George Russell, not in favor. He said, I guess it's the American way of doing things in sport. Personally, it's probably not for me. Um, Lewis was in favor saying they're trying new things. They're trying to improve the show. I'm in full support of it. Lando said, none of the drivers like it, but it's not for us at the end of the day. (laughs) And then Fernando said, if we do it, we have to do it everywhere because I don't think that the Miami fans are better than the Italian fans in Imola or in Spain or in Mexico or in Japan. So I feel like overall the drivers were against it and, um, and and rightfully so. I feel like it just was too much. Um, yeah. I mean, I could see and, why Lewis might like it because he's in like with that. He's in that crew. Yeah. Yeah. He's, so he's he probably liked it. But <laughs> yeah, he gets to see all of his buddies. And <laughs> mm-hmm. a lot of those people are probably friends and of his. And because um, a lot of them are musicians and he's a musician as well. So um, but then uh, uh, just as another side note, we did ask you guys um what do you think of all the celebs there? And we said it, we took a poll and 81% of you said you wish they would have focused on the race. And then 19% of you said, I like seeing the celebs there. So just wanted to share those results. And I think they're interesting. It, it shows that we're not totally off track here. Um, and yeah, so that's, that's that on that. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, anything else on the celeb sightings or anything before we get into the race? Yeah, no, I think we, we cover basically (laughs) the gist of it. You know, they were just everywhere. You know what I did? There was, so the intro, right? With the Fast and the Furious, like Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez. I was like, okay. Like out of all of the things I was like, I can see why this my, you know, like this works because it's like a movie that's been around for years here in the U.S. and it has to do with cars, right? Mm, <laughs> I'm mm. like, okay, but um, other than that, yeah, <laughs> I just feel like it was, it was just a lot everywhere. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and like, hasn't hasn't uh, Fast and the Furious like? I think they have a new movie coming out. Outlived that's its why. prime. Oh, yeah. that's why. Okay. I literally was like, Fast and the Furious is like so old. Like, why yeah, are I we still talking new, about I, it? I think they're like on 11 okay, or 12. Sense. Who knows? Okay. But, um, okay. Yeah. But I, I mean, I can't even imagine what Vegas is going to be like if Miami was like this. God, I know. Yeah. Um, well, I guess we'll see. But I hope that Austin kind of stays true to to its, you know, reputation, which I feel like, you know, it's a good track. Um, it is a track year round. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and then, um, and I think that'll, that'll definitely benefit Austin and, and hopefully we can keep Coda on the schedule, but, um, but we'll see with all these new races coming in. So. Yeah. And you know, when they first announced Miami, I was like, no, you know, I didn't want like any other races in the U S cause I was like, I didn't want there to be a chance that maybe Austin would go away, you know, because the other ones would be better. But now seeing this, I think this is really great for Austin because it's completely different. You know, they have something different to offer. Um, So Miami can stay with its celebrities show and like the spectacle. And then Austin can just really focus on making it a great experience for the fans and about the race and the drivers. And, and also it's a completely different, like, um, 
you know, I mean, Texas is different, you know, you can't compare Texas and Miami. So I like that Austin really takes what Texas is about and, and makes it different. So now, as far as like Miami and uh, Vegas, I feel like that's going to be like, they're going to be competing on like, who's going to have the biggest spectacle, you know, who's going to have the, the, the shinier things, you know? So it's, yeah, it's going to be between those two fighting it out (laughs) for sure. Um, well, we will be at the Austin race, um, Lynette and I, so we hope we get to hear from some of you guys and we're thinking about doing like a meetup and do something fun there. So I'm hoping that, you know, we hear from you guys that, you know, you want to, you want to go to the Austin race. And if you do like reach out because we would love to meet y'all and hang out before. Right. Yeah. That would be fun. <laughs> Make it a party. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, okay. One more thing we didn't talk yeah. about is the Red Bull livery. Oh my gosh. Yes. How did we almost forget that? Good job. <laughs> <laughs> what did um, you think? What? Okay. It wasn't even one of the four that they were showing. Am I the only one that noticed that? <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was one of the four that they were like showing on their Instagram page. It looked much more toned down mm-hmm. than the ones on Instagram. But I liked it. Yeah, I liked it too. I was a little bit surprised because I, you know, with the other ones that they showed on on Instagram, I was like, oh man, this is gonna like this is gonna look bad. You know, uh, it's gonna be yeah. too much. But I um I liked it. I thought it went really well with like. Red Bull, like you could, I mean, you would think that, oh, that's just their livery for the year, the colors that they chose and, and just the like subtle look of it. So I really liked it. Um, And when they had announced that they were going to let fans design the car for the U.S. races, I was like, oh gosh, you know, (laughs) why do they do this? Like why in the U.S.? (laughs) Because I just pictured it like bad (laughs) or too much, I guess not bad, but like there's just too much, you know, like a complete livery change. But I think it was done. It was done good. It was done right. for sure. No, I liked it. Um, I mean, it was very – I like the Miami color scheme. I didn't feel the Miami vibes with it. Yeah. Um, I felt like it was – like I said, I think it was more toned down than the original designs that they had showed on their Instagram where they were like, pick one, two, three, or four. And I just looked at their Instagram again to confirm. But, yeah, it – this was not one of those four cars. I think that they maybe picked a different design, but, um, but yeah, I mean, the colors were nice. Um, it wasn't too literal. It was almost too abstract. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, yeah, like you, you know, would not know that, like if you see it, right, a picture of it, you wouldn't be like, oh, that was for the Miami race. Like you would have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I definitely liked it. I thought it was like a really cool design and, um, and yeah, so I'm, well, I guess we'll see what they do with with the Austin race and the Las Vegas race. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I honestly could be fine with them never doing a race livery for another U S race. Cause I feel like we're getting too much attention with these American races. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, do it for Mexico or do it. Yeah. For, do something else. Like, you know, stop. like some other country. I'm stop like, putting the spotlight on us. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, please stop. Then, you know, Everyone's... you get on, you get on Instagram and you see like all these bad comments, like, Oh, the Americans. Americans. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Oh yeah. We asked for this really. Yeah, like, like, no, we did it. <laughs> yeah. It's the dang, um, you know, FIA and their like obsession with like being an American. Yeah. You know, Liberty media. Yeah. So, 
Um, okay, well, let's get on to the race, which honestly will be not very exciting because <laughs> <laughs> not much happened, but um, I guess we'll go, we'll try to go like team by team, but uh, we'll start with Williams. So Logan Sargent, you know, dead last. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like what's going on? <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, Alex Albon was 14th, you know, I just think this wasn't their race. It wasn't probably a great track for them. And there they are showing the results. So it just wasn't in their favor. And then um, again, you know, McLaren dead last as well, 18th and ninth or 17th and 19th um, Lando and Oscar respectively in that order um, just was, they were not doing well this, uh, this race. And actually post race, they did like some video, like apologizing to the fans. I was like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, here we go again, like apologizing to the McLaren fans and thinking they're not, you know, up to par. Um, they're just, you know, having a really disappointing season. Yeah, they are. Um, and then we have Nick DeVries in 18th. And did you notice on the first lap, he ran into the back of Lando? Yes. So <laughs> um, I don't know, you know, oh, if there was Nick. anything that affected uh Lando's car with that but yeah I was just like oh no here we go <laughs> not even not even a few laps in and he's already had um an incident know. yep <laughs> yeah well he wasn't penalized for that right um, no he wasn't penalized okay mm -hmm. um and yeah I mean his his teammate Yuki was I mean he's he is sitting firm in that 11th spot you know he's been hitting that number 11 <laughs> <laughs> race uh, result many races now and I mean I felt bad for him because I'm like gosh you're right outside the points but yeah he must have been um, so mad about that I know he keeps hitting that lucky number 11 so hopefully uh he can do better next race but um but yeah so Alpha Tauri uh you know big big difference between the two drivers and we'll see where Nick lies at the end of the season but not looking it's, good it's for not him. looking good no yeah. Um, Alfa Romeo, another team that didn't unfortunately make it into the points, Valtteri and Guan Yu. Um, and, you know, yeah, I feel, I always feel like uh, with Joe, like he's just so under the radar, like I even just forget about him during the race, you know, like they, know. they never talk about him. Nothing ever really happens. Like he just flies under under the radar the whole time. You're right. I feel the same exact way, actually. <laughs> I feel like I just never know quite where he is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but everyone was sort of um, excited for Haas. You know, we had Kevin in fourth and Nico. I can't remember where his qualifying position was. I think he was 12th. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, a big gap between the two. And and Nico ended up 15th and Kevin, um, was our number 10 position who ended up in the points. So good for Kevin. Um, it wasn't the result I'm sure he wanted, but he still made it in the points. Yeah. And I mean, you can't really, I mean, I'm sure nobody expected him to stay up there in fourth, you know, like it, it was, I thought it was kind of expected that he would go down some places. So, um, right. the fact that he was at least stayed into the points is great. I think for Haas. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then what did you think about Lance Stroll's 12th position? Yeah, I don't know what was going on with him this weekend, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I'm really not sure, but I know Fernando was keeping an eye on Yeah, on that was Lance. so funny. 
<laughs> I love that. That was really funny. Like some radio call in that said, oh, I saw he did that good move. And they're yeah, like, yeah, what, he's in 13. What positions <laughs> is he in? That was a great move. <laughs> I love how he's like showing like so much realness. He's like literally racing, but he's watching TV. Like, Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I just want to make sure everybody knows, you know, what a great driver I am that I'm just watching TV and it's going good for me. Yeah. I feel like this is, this is Fernando's nice guy era. What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Well, so two, one team that I'm sure is happy with the the results from this weekend is Alpine. Um, Pierre ended up eighth and Esteban ended up ninth. So what do you think about that? Yeah, I think those are that's great results for them. And they did pretty, pretty good throughout the whole race. You know, they I felt like they had good pace. They had um, like good positioning throughout the race. So I think eighth and ninth was is a good place for them. Um, I mean, the ones ahead are your top three teams, you know, Red Bull, Mercedes, Ferrari and then and Fernando in there. So that's um, I think that's a good spot for them. So we're not going to be talking about any news, but just a little add in here. Um, the Alpine CEO, Laurent Rossi, do, does not um, is not happy with the performance lately of the Alpine um, F1 team. And he actually said it's it's disappointing. It's actually bad. Because <laughs> he said that their the team's performance has been amateurish at times, um, in quotes. And he said, um, you know, I'm I'm noting not only an obvious lack of performance and rigor in the delivery, but also potentially a state of mind that's not up to this team's past standards. So I think going into this weekend, they knew they needed a good result, and maybe this will, you know, let him know that they're trying their best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we had, we had Alpine in eighth and ninth and then, uh, Charles Leclerc seventh lackluster performance. He yeah. was stuck behind Kevin Magnuson. I could not believe that. Um, I mean, I that either. overtake from Max when he, um, yeah, overtook both of them, Charles. And I was just like, wow. Oh my gosh. That was that was wild. But yeah, I was surprising to see how long Charles was behind Kevin and he yeah. just could not, I mean, get past him. And but I think that's like something that happened throughout the race that many of them just could not overtake at all. Once again, we had that problem like in Saudi. Uh, was it Baku that there was just no overtaking except yeah. from the Red Bulls? And when they did it, it was just I mean, wild how fast <laughs> Crazy. how much faster they were but yeah it was I feel not a good race for Charles um, and I wonder if all that time spent behind Kevin really just messed up his race but it I think the Ferraris were really expecting a lot more from this mm-hmm. race I think they were going into it um, really like positive with um, like the changes At they had done and that they would beat Mercedes yeah like- and it just did not work out For them, I mean, Carlos was saying like the car just um, they weren't able to push as much and they really had to watch like, yeah, they really had to watch um, with the tires and it was just too long of a stint. And um, and then the wind, the tires, um, there's just too many problems that they it was surprising to them. They weren't expecting it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I think a performance that we can be proud of is, you know, Mercedes, we had George in fourth and Lewis in sixth. He came all the way up from 13th. Mm-hmm. So I think that was a very good, um, result it considering where he started and, um, and they were able to split up the Ferraris there, which I think helps them in the driver in the, um, constructor championship. So, yeah, I mean, I think a good result for George, a good result for Lewis. Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think, I think it's a good result for them. So a good, a good race. Yeah. And then, um, of course, towards the end, you know, George was (laughs) on the radio saying, and that's how we do it. Or I don't know, whatever, when he passed Carlos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> and Carlos um, had that five second penalty from his lockup going into the pit lane. Yeah, he did. And he still stayed in fit. Yeah, he was able to keep it. So mm-hmm. that's good. I was like, poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah that, that lockup. Five I mean, second penalties. Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, oh, I don't think he I don't think he made it in yeah. time, you know, before he crossed the line. But he was able to keep it. Um, and I also thought it was funny when George, he saw, he was like, are we that close to the Red Bulls? I know. And they're like, no, that's a Williams. He's like, no, oh, that's, okay. that's a Williams in the back. He's like, oh, I thought like, yeah, I'm like he's, wishful thinking there. <laughs> I know. He's so funny on the, on the radio sometimes. I know. Um, well, so, you know what we have, that brings us to our top three, Max in first, Sergio in second and Fernando in third. Um, was it a surprise to you that Max was able to get from ninth to first? No. And before the race started, I asked, I told, I asked you, okay, what are your predictions? And, <laughs> and one of my prediction was like, Max is going to be at least second. Top two. Yeah. yeah. I just had a feeling that he was going to be able to do it this time. Yeah. And, and he did. Um, he was flying. He was, he was flying. <laughs> And I feel like, um, this is, you know, this is starting to show that Max is just so well and above everybody else. But, you know, I will say Sergio is hanging in there, you know, right now he's only 14 points behind in the driver championship. Max has 119 points and Sergio has 105. So if Max, you know, has a couple of oopsies here and there, you know, it could be Sergio's year. I don't know, but I, I'm trying to stay hopeful that at least somebody can make it interesting at the top. Yeah, put up a little bit of a fight. And I think all he needs to do is just stay focused, like don't let the pressure get to him. And, you know, if he For doesn't sure. win the championship in the end, I think that, that's fine. It's, uh, sorry, sorry to say, like it won't be surprising, but I think as long as like he just focuses and doesn't let the pressure get to him he can put at, at least a good fight and and maybe you know make it to the last race and I think if he can do that like that would be really really great for them for him you know for that sure. he that he can at least be close enough to wait till the last race to have it decided I think that would be great for him and um he might be coming back to Red Bull after that for sure yep yep hopefully um well I guess that's all we have for today, unless you wanted to talk about Fernando at three. I mean, I don't think anybody was really that surprised. Um, he had a good race and that was, yeah, I think, I you know, the him. usual, nothing really, um, 
like out of the ordinary that got him there or anything that happened really. I think it's just him in the car doing, you know, doing the best that they can and, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, my top three were wishful thinking. I <laughs> went Checo signs Alonzo, but um, at least two of mine were in the top three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and Carlos signs, you know, fifth, not too bad, but it's still not where he wants to be. And um, yeah, I didn't yeah, think he'd just... be down in fifth. I, I thought third for sure. I yeah. thought he'd um, be ahead of Fernando for sure. Well, and um, with their race coming up in Imola, they are hopefully going to bring some upgrades. So uh, fingers crossed that we can close the gap a little bit on what has seemed to be a sweep of a season with Red Bull just literally wiping their butts with these, <laughs> these cars. Else. Like it's yep. literally <laughs> insane. Like. I cannot even understand like how far and away they are. You know, Christian Horner was recently quoted saying something like um, along the lines of he can't believe that everybody's so far back. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow, he's like, nice. No, I, I can believe that we're far ahead. I just can't believe they're so far back. <laughs> yeah. Um, so really hoping that some teams can bring some upgrades in the next couple of races to close a little bit of that gap. And only time will tell. But next up, we have Imola. Yep. And, and you, a triple header. Have you been we have, there? You, uh, no, I haven't. No, okay. I wanted to go. Oh, yeah, that's this on year. your list. Yeah. yeah, that's on your list. Okay. Imola, Monaco, and Barcelona. Yep. We it's going to be three in a, a row. So that should be exciting. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, Oh, I guess that's all we have for coverage today. Unless, did you have anything else? Yeah, on well, we had some to... questions on Instagram about what oh, yeah, people thought that. of the race, like their oh, post-race thoughts. Okay. You want to read them? Yeah. So one of them was, it was a boring race, boring celebs, boring celebs. Only in the U.S. do we put celebs ahead of F1 royalty. Yeah. I mm. agree, girl. <laughs> agree Preach. also. Yep. Yeah. Um, and it's... It, it's funny, like, I feel like we're going to get that response going forward, like with the races, if it continues like this, you know, everyone's just going to say, oh, it's a boring race. It's a boring race. Um, and I feel like this is a time where, you know, all those new fans that we got in F1, like, it's really going to be, okay, either you really like F1 or you just, you know, liked uh, the show, like the Drive to Survive when they got into it. And, are you know, are you going to stick around for this? Because... I mean, honestly, Times this has been, yeah, like, honestly, this is normal to see, you know, it's been, I mean, it happened for years with Mercedes and before that it was Red Bull again. So it's not something mm -hmm. new that we have just like one team or one driver running away with it. So I feel like this is going to be a deciding factor of like, all right, did you guys really like F1 <laughs> or is it just yeah. going to be now, now boring, but hopefully, hopefully it's not. Yeah. And, and all the fans can stick around and it can be more exciting. But yeah, I think people are just kind of over. It's just been so long, so many years, you know, they need to do something to get all of these teams closer together. Yeah, I mean, let's just give them all an F2 car. Just, yeah. make, just, just everyone drive the same car. <laughs> yeah. And I think like and then see with, what happens with the, the regulations of 
like how they wanted the cars to follow closer to each other. And it's like, we got that, but now they're all so close to each other that the DRS isn't working because it's just like a DRS train. So, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I guess they didn't think about that, that, yes, they're following closer and they can like overtake easier, but not if they're all the following each other and then they have DRS and then, you know, it kind of defeats the purpose of all the new regulations. So I think, I think that's what they really need to, to check into and see what they can change with that, because that I think is what's making the races boring. Let's see. We've got a comment just saying that Max is just better than Chickle. And I, I don't uh, disagree. I feel like Max is is in general just a very top tier driver. Yeah, absolutely. And then we've got another comment saying Red Bull always winning is getting boring. I want someone else to win. Yeah, <laughs> we I think I think many of us do. <laughs> yeah, that was from C Serlo seven five one. Um and then the other one was from uh, Leo, Leo.Breg, however you say your last name. Thank you for your comment. And then Stephanie, um, who is a has been a follower for a while now. She's She is the one who made the comment about the celebs and stuff. Yeah, so thank you, Stephanie. Shout out to you guys. Thank you guys yeah, for Yeah, we, we pretty much agree comments. with all you guys. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, last is a comment or a question. Do you see that one? Yep. Can Red Bull be stopped this season? I don't think so. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) I don't think so. I think think they're on top and they're here to stay, but um, hopefully something can happen in the next couple of years to to give another team a chance. But I know. Hopefully next year. So, that's what, what that's what all the other fans of the other teams say. Next year, next year. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a great week of racing and I have to say it was just fun, Lynette, like staying up on all of the celeb news and gossip because we just like talking about it. I know. Um, as as much as we're always like cranky about it and like, oh, the celebs. <laughs> but I know. We still like it gives us something to chat about. Um, I know. And, and I, I will say once again, Tom Cruise, stop, just stop. <laughs> Literally, I cannot with you. I'm sure people love him, but I'm just not a Tom Cruise fan. And every time I see him in the, in the paddock, I'm just like, leave them alone. Yeah. And it was funny too, cause I was like, oh, I'm surprised. I'm surprised he's not there. And then they sh- like, right after that, a little bit later, I see a picture and it's like, um, I kept saying that for different celebrities. I was like, oh, I'm surprised this person's not there. And then boop, there they are. There they are. <laughs> Like yeah. I, need, I need to stop think, saying that because then they just keep popping up. So um, out of all the celebrities that showed up, which celebrity would you have actually wanted to meet? Uh, hmm. You're like, none of them. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What about you? Um. So for me, I think... I would have wanted to meet Elon Musk because I think he's like oh, a really that's right. cool. Yeah, Elon Musk and Jeffrey uh, Jeff Bezos were there. <laughs> I was yeah, like, oh. I just think, I just think that they're like really interesting characters and clearly extremely smart. Um, you know, just intelligent, kind of odd, odd people. Um, and you know, Elon Musk has been been at the center of a lot of drama lately, but I still think like he would be kind of an interesting person to meet. Yeah. Um, And I bet he had some really good like questions and conversations with the, I saw he was in Red Bull Garage. So like he would be someone that like I bet had 
some good insights or like, I don't know, just because, I mean, what he's into, you know, he has like SpaceX and like all these other things. And like you said, he's just so smart. Like he, he probably would be someone interesting to like talk Formula One with, you know, like the technology part of it. For sure. And like, as, as the owner of a car manufacturer, like, I feel like it's, it's his passion in the world to create clean energy. And, and I think that that's kind of Formula One's, you know, next step into this, like, you know, zero carbon emissions, blah, 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 by whatever year. And it's like, okay, Elon Musk is like, right there at the forefront. So like, Mm -hmm. I feel like he's kind of got a good handle on, you know, the knowledge of that. And I'm sure he was there you know, probably wouldn't be surprised if he was taking a couple meetings. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, yeah. So I think he would have been my top, but that's that. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I would have wanted to meet anybody else. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we're done for this week unless uh, you have any other last thoughts, final thoughts. No, no more thoughts. I'm excited for Imola to see how that goes. Yep. Well, um, next time we are together, we will be back in studio. Thank you guys for uh, dealing with our audio only episode this week and letting me be away for a vacation. I'm, we really (laughs) wanted to get away and enjoy ourselves. So we appreciate it. And um, please don't forget to subscribe and rate us and follow us on all platforms. Um, We're available on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, all of the the platforms. So give us a follow, give us a shout. We love to chat and that's all we got for you. Bye.